It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Good day, Shauna. Welcome to the Piss Cast. Well, Good day. Not welcome. You've been here all morning. I've been here. Welcome to the other people. Welcome though. to you. Yep. To the Piss Cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a good week so far. We've already announced two big, big shows. Yeah. Uh, yesterday we announced the Foo Fighters are coming back to Calgary in September. Mm-hmm. Today we announced Modest Mouse is coming to Calgary in August, and I'm very excited for that show. I've never seen them. Yes. Um, yeah, it's been a been a good week so far. Yesterday. Uh, Prime Minister Trudeau enacted the Emergencies Act, and we spent the morning kind of trying to make sense of that. Yeah. I uh, don't really feel comfortable enough no. to comment on it yet, so I'm sure I'll do some more reading today, and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll see what happens. But on today's show, we got another TV trope for you. We're going to talk about where the Arizona Coyotes are playing next year. The Goat of Chocolate Bars. Another funny product description. The scam that we've seen online again and again. We're going to try to decide who the coolest person alive is. That's a big one. Uh, we're going to talk about the weather in Los Angeles. Another etymology. But first... The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I always have the Olympics kind of replays going on in the background as mm-hmm. I'm working and that kind of thing. And uh, all of a sudden yesterday I looked up and there was uh, some doubles luge highlights. <laughs> have you I think seen I know where you're going with this. doubles luge? Yeah. I've never sat and watched doubles luge. I I didn't, to be honest, even know that it was a thing. And I saw the highlights and I'm like, oh my God, this it's, is... It's sledding with your buddy. It is, is what... <laughs> It is literally a, you put a toboggan and then you lay on top and your buddy lays on top of you. Okay? Like, pickle to pooper and you're heading down this icy cavern at Mach 100 and you're just flying down this thing with two of you on top of one another. Have you seen any of the memes? No. So funny. There was the one that said, it was a picture of the two guys. It was like, there's no reason this couldn't be three or even four guys. <laughs> Honestly, like it is the most ridiculous looking sport. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is, it looks like, yeah, what someone just was a loose I don't know if they were they had a couple drinks or something and they were hanging out to lose track and they're like yeah yeah you come down with me and then double. they're like we can make this a sport <laughs> this should be the next Olympic sport why haven't we done this before so I saw another one that said like this is fun but it would be better if my friend were laying on my penis oh. <laughs> that is exactly what I envisioned exactly pickle to pooper that's what you do as you fly down this it's an odd one isn't it Holy like is there, bananas. I, and I don't, is there a reason that it needs to be Sin cave to smasher, just like going to... No, there is no reason. And logistically, it doesn't even make sense because I I don't know how you hold on to one another, but like you're both going down. You're slowing yourself down, so it's not as efficient as going solo. What is the point? With bobsleigh, I mean, I get the monobob and the doubles and the the four-man event, right? Because you get get more power off the push, right? And I think, is it a bigger sled, too? Well, and like somebody, everybody has jobs. There's somebody to control. And then the guy on top of this one, I think (laughs) is just strapped on for a ride. Like, what? You know what you could do? You could combine luge and skeleton. So one's laying up, one's yep. laying down on top of them, and we could really make this that silly. real awkward. <laughs> yep. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. This is the second in a series of etymology requests from my kids this week, Shauna. Okay. Bo whacked his elbow the other day on the table, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, no, you hit your funny bone. And he's like, why do they call it a funny bone? Because you're right. It's not at all funny. No. It's funny to other people. It's not funny to you when you hit your elbow. It's so not, no, Why it's do they nice. call it a funny bone, Shauna? Well, there are two potential reasons, and I, the one that I think is probably the case is because your upper arm bone is called your humerus. Oh, so, 
And is that actually the bone that you're whacking? It's technically not a bone. It's a nerve. It's your ulnar nerve that makes it feel that way. Okay. Uh, but because it's related to that part of your arm, people think that maybe it was just a... <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't think of that. It's so funny. Because you have your radius and your ulna, bone. right? And then, yeah. so that's not what's getting whacked. No. It's the, it's the upper arm. Mm-hmm. The humorous. Yes. So because humorous. <laughs> ah, my uh-huh. uh, The only other reasoning that people really funny. have said is just because it's it's just that odd sensation you get when you hit it. It's this like funny sensation. So people are saying that's why. It hurts so much, but it's unlike any any other pain on your body, isn't it? Yeah. It's its own thing. It is. It's a very strange thing, it's but it is. Like- it's just that weird nerve that is technically in your elbow that makes you <laughs> makes you feel that way. It's not good. <laughs> Not good at all. I'm so happy with the with the answer. Yeah. I never thought about it. Well, there you go. The yeah, hum- for arm bone. You're humorous. Again, nobody knows for sure. These are both theories, but that makes sense to me. You know, humorous, funny, get it. You know, I don't yep, care if clever. it's wrong. I'm going with it. Good, good. Etymology with Shauna. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Joe Burrow was talking about the weather in LA before the Super Bowl on the weekend, and mm-hmm. this is what he said. He says, I don't know if I would want to live in LA. I like seasons and having a different wardrobe which everybody's laughing at and calling one of the most Midwestern weather answers ever. <laughs> yeah, that is what we say to justify That's, living where we do. I always find it so funny when we do that. Like People who live in colder places will always be like, no, but I love the seasons. And I'm like, do you really, though? Like, Are you telling me that you would prefer to live out a Sasky winter where it gets to minus 40 for a good chunk of it, and you... You're saying you'd prefer that over living in L.A. where it's just mild and sunny most of the time? Yeah, that's a real tough sell. I mean, even if you like winter, Mm -hmm. it's really long here. Yep. And, I mean, it hasn't been this year. This has been quite a remarkable year. But And then, like, you got spring, which is such a dirty, soupy mess for so long. And you think you're out of it, and then it snows again. Like, we still have some nice summer, but... For nine months of the year, it's varying degrees of coldness that gets down to minus 40 and you're dealing with all kinds of crap. Like, come on, don't tell me. You can't tell me that you'd prefer that. Right, where there's places where, like, every day is our nicest day. Yeah. Just every day. You know, tomorrow is going to be the nicest day mm-hmm. it could be. Yeah. And so will the next day. And, I mean, L.A. still has a varying degree in temperature, so they do still have some seasons, just mm-hmm. not quite as severe as ours. I'm just like, Joe, so she... <laughs> Did you ever hear Daniel Tosh's bit about that? And I'm going to ruin it. But he says, like, people would say, I like seasons. I want, I like seasons. He's like, yeah, so do I. That's where I moved somewhere where they got rid of all the crappy ones. <laughs> that's, that is honestly it. That, that is honestly funny. it. It got me thinking, though. I was like, if if that, they say that that's kind of a Midwestern answer, what would the common Calgary weather sentiments be? You know, mm. like, you know, they'd be similar, I suppose. The seasons one is a good defense. But I was like, you know, oh, winter's not so bad here. We get Chinooks all the time. Yeah. That's one that you hear a lot here. Mm-hmm. And some people don't like the Chinooks. Yeah. I think they're wonderful. Oh, sorry. That's my alarm. Oh, yeah. I'm call. glad you're up. Jeez. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to go. Wow, that would be bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, one, I was thinking like, oh, yes, it's a nice warm winter day, but it's windier than a bag of arseholes out there. That's you true. Know? Something about the dryness, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so dry here. You're right. Um, you know, make fun of Vancouver for saying it's a damp cold. It's a damp cold. Mm-hmm. But I mean, here we talk about how dry the air is. It's true. What about if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. Oh, and that is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about Calgary? You don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. <laughs> the only other one I could think of is hail. 
Hail, hail. <laughs> oh, no, hail. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. After you left yesterday, a few of us were sitting around the office here talking about the Super Bowl halftime show, and Justin, who does middays here, said he thinks Snoop Dogg might be the coolest person on earth. I was like, well, that's an interesting, I mean, interesting topic. Who is the coolest person alive today? Snoop would be a contender, I think. Yeah, he'd be in the discussion for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting question. Like, his influence is like so far beyond music where he started. Like he's a he's a cultural icon at this point, he right? Is, and yeah. just seems to be like universally liked. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with this question though, is that when we are discussing we are throwing names out, we realize that there is a huge overlap between cool and universally well liked. Yeah. But I don't know if they're necessarily the same thing. No. No, you can be cool without being well liked. You could be a dick and be cool. Yeah. Right? Like Prince was cool. He was a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who would you say is the coolest person alive, Sean? And we'll keep it to just living people. So you know, cool Damn. cool cats like David Bowie don't count because he was cool. Yeah. I mean, I think The Rock is pretty cool. Yeah, The Rock is so cool. Especially I mean, God, I, I wish I was him. If you saw him at the <laughs> opening of the Super Bowl, he was there too. And just watching him again, it was like, holy crap, he is a cool man. Someone told, someone posted it when he was out there. Like his charisma is just maxed out. Oh my isn't god, it? like, it's unbelievable. I mean, he did also play some roles. Was it like the Tooth Fairy or whatever? Which maybe downed his cool. Actually, maybe it upped his cool that, factor. That was the argument yesterday. They said the fact that he survived the Tooth Fairy and came back to become like one of the highest earning actors in the world is pretty remarkable. Yeah. It's a testament to his Yeah. Not to know, mention to that then you're brand. even more universally cool because then you're cool with the kids too. You're cool with everybody at that and, point. And people can look at you and be like, yeah, not everything you've ever done was cool, but you're still the coolest. But you're still... Oh, He's yeah. up there for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe the queen... She's she's pretty cool. <laughs> you think she's cool. I think she's cool. I mean, talking about her in the past, she now. I mean, she looks very you know quiet and quaint now, but I think she's pretty damn cool. She's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. Brad Pitt maybe. He's very cool. Yeah, lots I would of people put the rock above places. him though. I think. Yeah. Although he has a quiet coolness to him, right? Like it's almost like he doesn't feel the need to. He doesn't have to look at him. I know. <laughs> he doesn't have to say anything. That's true. I think maybe the coolest Canadian would be Ryan Reynolds. Yes, definitely. Like, again, everything he touches seems to turn to gold. Yeah. Plays great roles. He's funny. He's good looking. Yep. Doesn't take life too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Mm -hmm. Reynolds would be maybe the coolest Canadian. What about the coolest person from, like, the sporting world? David Beckham? Maybe. Eh. Maybe. He's cool for sure. I would. I'm. I'm a Formula One fan. I'd nominate maybe Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Sir Lewis Hamilton. I mean, that's pretty cool. The fact that it's. And like, he carries himself so well, and he dresses so cool, and it's mm-hmm. like stuff that I could never do. That's right? true. I'm not him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd put. I also really love before, and this is like I don't know if he's so cool or just like well liked, but I really love Shaq. I was going to say Shaq like a, as well. Just a genuinely good dude. He does. You know? Yeah. Again, like doesn't have to do much. Just cool. Like you just look yeah. at him. Everything he does, cool. If nothing else, he's like. Seven foot two and three hundred pounds. That's pretty cool. That's cool. In and, and then he also happens to be just like a really yep. jovial dude. Does mm. a lot of good work. He's cool. He's yep. all around cool. He is. None of these are wrong answers, by the way. No. All super cool. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. What is going on with those weird cryptocurrency posts on Instagram? Have you seen these? Yes. I mean, you and I talked about this briefly off the air yesterday. Yes. Because it's gotten weird. So a couple of friends and people who 
don't buy into this type of thing and don't post any of these types of things have been randomly posting like, hey, look at the vehicle that I can now afford because of the cryptocurrency, blah, 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 that I did. And it's people who I'm like, what? One of our friends posted one of these the other day, and it just seemed so out of character for him. He wasn't. It was a, like a brand new vehicle, and he's like, "I was able to buy this because of crypto. Two. I can get you set up too." And I was like, Two this separate friends seem like now. You. One was like a really nice Mercedes. Another one was a BMW, and they both had very similar posts. I was yeah. like, "This person helps me. Like they can help you too." And I'm like, "That is that did, is is that a virus?" Did you or? ask our friend about it? No, I haven't no? reached out yet. I, I if should. He, if, if he actually meant to post it, he might be offended. Yeah. But well, that that too. Because I, I got a message from a, a friend of the show too, and it yes, just said, too. "Look at the BMW I just bought with crypto," and I was like, "Cool, man, good for you." Yeah. And he was like, "I can get you set up," and I was like, "That's all right." And he even <laughs> responded. Yeah. So someone's manning these accounts. It's not just like. And another one is a friend who hasn't posted in ages. Like, he hasn't posted in months, and all of a sudden, yeah, this post pops up, and it's about this car he bought through crypto, and I was like, "Mm." It's always a fancy car. They know who they're targeting, right? Yeah, They're targeting the people who are like, crypto bro, BMW's bro, right? That's who they're going after. And our friend who posted this is not that kind of guy. No. So I was like, this something's weird about this. It's very strange. It's got to be a virus. It's got to be like those other ones where, you know, like check this out because this is a video of you that you used to get on Facebook. Oh, like, it's got to yeah. be that kind of thing, I'm thinking. I wonder if he's even aware that he posted I don't think so. Everyone's just kind of embarrassed and doesn't want to be like, hey, did you mean to gloat about your crypto car here? No. Did you? Yeah, I think it's all got to be some sort of odd virus. It's very strange, reach, Will you reach out to him? Yeah. And see what he says? Well, again, I have a couple friends that both, of, it's the exact same thing, so I'll reach out to both and see what's going on there. It's got to be fake. It gotta be fake. It's not real. No. B and S in 20 minutes or less. Last week on the show, uh, we were talking about hilarious product descriptions because friend of the show, Heather, had sent this teapot, this pottery teapot that her sister had made. And it came with this hilarious description about like what this teapot star sign was and yeah. its mysterious personality. and Went into great detail yeah. <laughs> and it was a teapot. You're like, wow, I had no idea teapots had this type of personality. We got a kick out of that. And uh-huh. friend of the show, Nicole, has sent us another one. Oh, great. It's a scented candle this time. Mm-hmm. And the scent is called Before Sunrise. Ooh. Okay, beautiful. I like it. Here's the description of the scent. Oh, it's okay. like... Quote, like meeting the love of your life on a train and only having one night to spend together. What on earth does that smell like? I can't imagine that would smell good. (laughs) Like meeting the love of your life on a train and only having one night to spend together. Okay, so first of all, you've been on the long haul on a train, so I'm sure you don't smell that fresh. And then you hook up and that's... That's what this candle smells like? I get. I mean, we could break it down into its component parts, this description. I mean, so you meet the love of your life, which probably smells good. Yeah. I would imagine the person you're most attracted to smells good to you, aphrodisiacs and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, and then you're on a train. Then you're on a train, I mean. I can't imagine, like, I've never been on a train that smells that great, you know? It smells slightly of feet at all times. I would say even worse at, at other times. Yep. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was on a train in New York where a man was pooping himself beside me. Well, so, and if we're like, talking about public himself. transit, that type of train, oh, that's a different level completely. Yeah, yeah. Were you picturing, like, a nice via rail train or something? I was thinking more of a passenger train, which, oh. I mean, they still smell of feet. So, okay, you I know, that's I was thinking the, public transit. Yeah, okay, no, that's... Is not necessarily smell the best no Mm-mm. no <laughs> all the seats smell okay yeah. and then only having one night to spend together i mean well well you're not sleeping you're you can probably you're doing a lot of other things <laughs> you could probably uh let your imagination none of those things of that smell one. that great so 
Yeah, that's. I'm not buying that candle. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Got a message from friend of the show, Richard. Apparently, Before Sunrise is a movie from the 90s. Hmm. I didn't know about this. And the description is actually the plot of the movie. Okay. So. Well. I mean, you and I... It still doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but... (laughs) We were like six years old when this movie came out, so we could probably be forgiven. It also like wasn't a huge, huge movie, I don't think. No. It was by Richard Linklater, and it was inspired by uh, actual events that happened to him. He was traveling, met a girl on a train, and then like they didn't exchange information, and he wrote this movie about her. Apparently, she was killed in a motorcycle accident before the movie came out, though, and he didn't know that. So. And then he made a candle after her. Well, I don't think he made the candle. <laughs> I don't think. That's why it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Don't care if it's a movie, but I'm like, you still, like, it's still, it's conceptually, still funny a way candle to that has that description is very weird to me. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, in... Other news and somewhat kind of like housekeeping news. Um, I was listening to this podcast earlier. It's a podcast about broadcast and podcast. Oh, wow. Um, it's called the Sound Off Podcast. Oh, I've been a guest on it in the past. Yeah. Um, and the host, Matt Cundell, was talking about how there's this company called Triton Digital and they rank podcasts because there really is no efficient system of ranking podcasts across, pla- across platforms right now. Right. Like Apple has their charts. Spotify has their charts. But like. It's tough to tell really how big someone's podcast is. Yeah. But he said there are plans for this company to introduce a podcast ranker in Canada. Yeah. And I was thinking when that happens, it'd be super cool if we registered on it, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if you're listening to this and you felt like it, really the best thing you could ever do for us is to just recommend us to a friend. Yep. Just say it. This is one of my, this is one of the podcasts I listen to. That would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to, obviously, nope. but just no pressure. Just planting the seed right now. If you podcasts come up and you say, "Oh, this is great piscast," I listen to. Yeah, bunch of Venus heads. I mean, get if together you say piscast, they might get a little confused and be like, "What's a piscast?" But <laughs> so Venus heads, they might be a little turned off at first. So maybe like let them ease into it first before you go on that tangent. But uh, either way, not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but we, we, I mean, we certainly appreciate any recommendations you give us, and we appreciate you being here listening. So we sure do. Thank you very much. Love you. VNS in twenty minutes or less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. The VNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. In the spirit of Valentine's Day past, have we discussed the goat of chocolate bars? Mmm. And this we haven't. I mean. This is a toughie. I guess like chocolate bars aren't necessarily related to Valentine's Day. Chocolate Not in is. specific. Chocolate is. Closer and it got Halloween, me thinking maybe. about chocolate bars. And then I yeah. was like, okay, which is... And then I was thinking amongst myself and I was having an argument with myself about what the best chocolate bar is. Mm. So here, I'm just going to start listing some off because there's so many, but there's the Mars bar. Okay. Yeah. Which I would consider one of the... One of the OGs, because there's so many out there now that you could go down the rabbit hole of some of the really unique ones. But if we we're wanna, talking about the goat, we want to talk about the standards here. Mars is the parent company of quite a few other chocolate bars, aren't they? Yeah, I believe so. so that's yeah. got to give it some street cred. Mm-hmm. Then there's, uh, of course, a Twix, mm-hmm. which was always a favorite of mine. The Arrow Bar. I don't know if these would count as the goat. No, uh, there's the Crispy Crunch Bar. Yeah. Or just the big crunch. There's a lot of crunches or the crunchy. The best selling chocolate bar is Snickers, apparently. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's according to a few sites that I've pulled up here. Okay. So, that's impressive. So the Snickers is the. But then for me, like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, I mean. 
Yeah. Those are right up there yeah. for me as just the most delicious, but of course that doesn't count. We're talking the goat here. What about just like a standard Hershey bar, just like straight up milk chocolate? Mm-hmm. And that would perhaps be if we're talking about the oldest bar and the most basic. I uh-huh. mean, that's how a chocolate bar began. So uh-huh. if you want to go down to the core, that's what you could definitely say. Man, what about like the Kit Kat? Kit Kat's got to be in the conversation, I think. Like, I don't know many people who dislike a Kit Kat. Not to mention very shareable, okay? Non-offensive, doesn't have peanut butter in it, which yeah. I know rules out those that do have allergies. Do you count M&M's? Or are they not considered a chocolate bar? See, I would call them a candy mm-hmm. instead of a chocolate bar. So I would rule them out. Okay, so now I'm looking at a different number that says that Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the best-selling chocolate bar in the United States. So Yeah, but then everybody who has a peanut allergy... <laughs> rules out a lot of people, We're right? exempting them from all <laughs> that, which is not nice either. And then, of course, there's the Toblerone, but that's a bar for rich people, so... Yeah. I mean, it's so damn expensive <laughs> that... It's just some people simply can't get to it, you know? I don't know if I can answer this. What do you this think? This is what I'm thinking. I would like to add one more as an honorable mention if I could. Okay. Uh, Mr. Big. Mr. The, Big. For the name. Yeah, I think that one has the funniest name as a chocolate bar. So I'm just tossing that in as an honorable mention. But no, that won't be the, the go. Funnier than an O, Henry. The, <laughs> o. Mr. Big and O. Henry are together <laughs> as the funniest names, so... As for the goat, I don't know if it's even possible. It may have to be the original Hershey's chocolate bar because that's this classic. No basic frills, Hershey's bar, bar of chocolate, just a chunk of chocolate. Just a chocolate. Get it, India. Yeah, Mr. Big. V and S in twenty minutes or less. Yesterday on Twitter, the Arizona Coyotes posted a photo of the the, the arena they're going to be playing in for the next few years. Yep. So it's the Arizona State University Sun Devils rink in Tempe, and uh, it looks small, Shauna. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Are you? Yeah. Yep. It was, uh, do you see the photo? Yeah. Wow. It looks tiny. Like capacity is apparently five thousand people, and that is quite a bit smaller than even some of like the lower capacity WHL arenas. Yeah. Like your boyfriend works for the PA Raiders. What is their barn hold? Mm, I think it's thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Okay. One of the smaller ones. Yeah. So it's just a little bit smaller than where the Arizona Coyotes and NHL team That's are going to be playing crazy. for the next few years. And of course, this is after their financial trouble and the. The issues with their lease with is it Gila River Arena in Phoenix? I think that's where they were playing Gila River Arena. Sure. Um, yeah, the, like the Regina Pats. Okay, the WHL team. Their capacity for that arena is six thousand four hundred people. Yeah, like the Centrium in Red Deer, where the Rebels play, is seventy one hundred. So that's two thousand people bigger than where the Coyotes are going to play next year. The yeah. Coyotes. Coyotes. You know what though? I was, I was thinking about this. It would be pretty cool to see your team play there, though. Mm-hmm. Like to take like if you're a Flames fan, way more intimate. Yeah, you're yeah. a Leafs fan. I'm a Bruins fan. Like take a trip down to to Tempe and see them play in like a small rink like that. It's funny you mentioned that because Foo Fighters just announced their big tour, and of course they're playing playing the Saddle Dome here, but they're also playing the Brandt Center in Regina. And yeah, that's like you said, six thousand people, 6, right? Six thousand people, and I was like, hmm, that would be the place to see a. You know, a yeah. band that you really want to see because it's a way smaller place. That's exactly what I thought of when I thought of seeing like a, your favorite NHL team in this smaller rink in Tempe. It would be like seeing a big band in yeah. a small venue. You could probably get way closer yeah. than you could in a big venue. You probably pay less for tickets, or I, I don't know, know, maybe you pay more because there's more demand. I don't, not not in Arizona. It, it would be yeah, but, <laughs> not there. No, no, they they may still be giving away tickets. Did I tell you a friend of mine went to they went to a game in Arizona? Just one game. Just bought tickets for one game. And now they have a ticket rep. They have someone who calls them and says, so you uh, 
Seriously. They're going to come into it like, like you would if you were a season ticket holder. I've but... heard that they, yeah, like will give away tickets for free. Yeah. Be like, it's a special occasion. Free tickets. <laughs> Can you, would you come now? And they're still like, no, no, I'm not going to go. Coming. I wonder mm. if they'll do that in this new rink, but oh, might want to look at the, the schedule next year and see yeah. when the Flames are playing there. Get away from the cold. Mm-hmm. See them play in a small rink. Right on. It could be fun. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We got a message from friend of the show, Marshall, about a particular TV trope that he's noticed. Okay. And it's where the character has sunscreen only on his nose. Like the thick white <laughs> zinc sunscreen I call that the nose. lifeguard. Holy, the lifeguard. Which is totally true. Like normally you'll see a particularly pale character at the beach or something with the, just the bright white sunscreen on the nose, <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit out of shape, just somebody going on vacation and that's what you see. And I've never seen that in real life. No, you can't even do it if you try. No. I've tried to do it as a joke and it doesn't it doesn't look like that. But it's zinc. Technically it's supposed to be like mm. so it's thinker than just regular old sunscreen, but that's what it looks zinc like sunscreen. is is it uh, looks like okay. sunscreen and you're like, This is ridiculous. And again, I haven't seen anybody with zinc on my I have never walked around to see a white nose just like that <laughs> in the sunshine. So why is it in and it's in every movie and TV show and I don't know if it's because it adds some sort of comedic aspect. Yeah. And again, the characters are always just a little nerdy and yep, they've got that. That's kind of a wiener. Yeah. <laughs> I mean sunburns as a whole are kind of a trope I find too. Like there's always the, you know, character who falls asleep in the sun and then gets the embarrassing outline of something on them yep. too, or yep. somebody plays a prank on them because they're asleep in the sun and it's always just pasty white characters and this is what happens. My youngest brother is super pale and very particular about his skin. And we went to Mexico as a family maybe 10 years ago yeah. and he wouldn't come out from underneath the cabana. <laughs> and we're like, come in the pool, come play. <laughs> and he uh, so he put all his sunscreen on, he put so much on and when he when he went in the water and came up, we're like, you look like a geisha. His face was entirely, you're a geisha. And then he went back into the cabana and didn't come out for the rest of the trip. Also, <laughs> cabana? Am I saying it, for, I mean, am I saying it funny? Cabana? cabana. cabana? I, I put some stink on it. A little it. bit of stank on yeah, that. Makes me feel like I'm there. That's good. The That's good. Yeah, bro. Dos cerveza. <laughs> come on. We've got a geisha in the pool. Oh, man. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast for House of Cars. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.